Hey, y'all. I know I need to add a splash to my wardrobe. So do you? Our friends at Dianu have you covered. Dianu helps celebrate the vibrant African culture and feel connected to your roots with every single garment. While it's a celebration for African culture, it's not just for those with African heritage. It's for everyday people like us. We the culture. From sweaters, shirts for the fellas, crop tops, dresses, and skirts for the ladies, and some fun matching fits for the whole family, Dianu has you covered. Go to Dianu.com. That's D-I-Y-A-N-U.com. And use the promo code RICHLOVESKICKS to save 10% off your order. Dianu, a way to be bold, be proud, and express yourself wherever you are. Looking for Greek apparel that is simple, chic, and incognito? Need a gift for your favorite NPHC member? Crossing Greek Apparel can help you or them represent sororities or fraternities without breaking any rules. Save 15% on your next purchase with code MENTALPOD. Yeah, your mental matters, mental matters. Your mental matters, mental matters. Your mental matters, mental matters. Your mental matters, mental matters, yo. Your mental matters ain't a simple pattern. We need to have a central chatter. Food for thought, grab a platter. My mental ain't for rental. I'm a central man, it's simple. I'm a ripple in the rip, though. I don't want to sick my ship, so. Gotta know your mental. Black life is hard, I don't resent, though. Feelings really real, we should present those. Talk about it, you should know. Your mental matters. Your mental matters. Mental matters, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids of all ages. What up, though? What up, though? Jerome, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta clear the air. We gotta clear the air real quick. We gotta clear the air on. First and foremost, Jerome is really feeling himself when it comes to his newfound love for his hair. I'm here for it, you know, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Jerome has got his locks. They are, they are starting to flourish. He has the salt and pepper vibes, and it's, mm-hmm. it, it look good, brother. You, you, you look good. I just wanna, I just wanna get that out there. You doing? I it. appreciate that. So, <laughs> Me, I look like I need to definitely get these things retwisted or something, you know. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, what's your get... frequency to retwist? Huh? What's your frequency to get retwisted? Like every two months? It's averaging between one to two months. It's averaging. Okay. Um, it's been a while since the last one. I think it was pre-vacation the last one when we went to Antigua, but yeah. Spot that I need some barrels. Need to need to do a a star fox and do a barrel roll with my hair. You know what I'm saying? Need to need to come through crispy. But, yeah, I haven't had mine since mid September, since pre baby. So yeah, pre baby, and she's five weeks. So I'm probably like at like the seven to eight week mark right now. So <laughs> hey yo, you wilding out, bro. But anyway, it's been a yeah. for me too, so I can't complain. Um. In fact, I think she was actually born while we were on vacation. Yes. She was. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yes. And we still got to have an Appleton. But anyway, um, <laughs> it's a lot going on these days, man. It's a lot going on with music, music and culture. A lot of people mm-hmm. are in the music industry. A lot. I'll say it this way. A lot of our favorite artists, et cetera, put out really good music because of their experiences and things and the trauma that it causes them. Yeah. And music is often used as a language, as an art expression 
to express anything that they're feeling at the moment. It could be one of my good notes is Usher and the Here I, I think it's the Here I Stand album. And he made a song dedicated to his newborn child called Prayer for You. Obviously, he was going through becoming a father. That was dope. Mm -hmm. But that was also like more than like 10 years ago because I'm old. Uh, <laughs> uh, but Beyonce did the thing, same thing when it came to Blue Ivy Carter. Um, I forget the exact name of the song, but she wrote a whole song dedicated and it was on her album. It was dope. Loved it. I've even played it recently. Um, we got new music this week. We got new music within the last couple of days here. Um, we also are still saying uh, rest in peace to the homeboy uh, takeoff. It's been a year since he was um, tragically taken away from us, um, which I still think back on because Migos is definitely one of my favorite like rap groups of all time. Like, mm -hmm. especially Infinity Links, that album is still one of my most played on title and Apple Music. I I would use both of them to stream the same damn album. I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, that guy was a lyrical genius, and we didn't even get a chance to see the rest of his. Uh, catalog for his life. So, uh, give send a love to the amigos. Y'all listen to this podcast. What up, though? Um, it's been a couple artists in the media that's shared about their recent experiences with mental health. Did you know that? I've seen it, like in some interviews, where you know people uh, have mentioned that you know I'm. Um, They've come, they're coming off of breaks or they were on a break and they didn't necessarily announce it, things like that. So, yeah, it, it has been something that's been coming up. I would say around like pandemic, I feel like it's when it started happening, but now it's definitely like being more spoken of publicly. Yeah. I mean, one of our previous guests talked about being in the house board. Shout out to Curtis Roach. Um, mm -hmm. Your boy Curtis Two Trill on social media, which y'all talking about. Shout out to one of the Detroit's own. Um, Big Sean said it also in his most one of his most recent mixtapes, Detroit too. Um, I'm trying to think of exactly the lyrics, but it was on his song with Nipsey Hussle, uh, "Deep Reverence." Um, never how I thought all these thoughts were inside of me. In high school, I learned chemistry, biology, but not how to cope with anxiety, and you know it. <laughs> It just reminds me that all these celebrities, et cetera, rappers, artists, basketball players, athletes of any sort, they experienced some type of trauma. And their art form was their release from that trauma. Um, I think Jimmy Butler and Derrick Rose mentioned about their bouts with like depression, et cetera. Mm -hmm. um, most recently, I think even Miss, Missy Elliott, um, the one year, and I forget what year it was, when she was the headliner for the Super Bowl halftime show. Okay. She mentioned that that morning she actually had an anxiety attack. Hmm. And by that evening, she was performing in front of millions of people wow. on TV and at the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. First and foremost, shout out to the Hall of Fame artist, 
the first rapper, black woman, to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, ladies and gentlemen. That is, yeah, Missy is more you can say to that. <laughs> ever goaded what y'all talking about? Um, but even the greats experience anxiety. They experience depression. They experience the stresses of the world. The stress to be successful in a industry where a lot of people don't look at women as you know viable options until you have the brat missy uh angie martinez to be frank with you foxy brown lil kim fast forward the names going on and on remy ma um and even current day another artist i recently opened up about um experiencing some mental health issues was megan the stallion first off have you heard her new song, Cobra. I have not. When I tell you, that's your homework, ladies. Ladies and gentlemen, especially Jarrell, your homework is to go take in that song. First of all, the video and the visuals is crazy. I mean, it's, it's probably everything that you can probably imagine to be from Megan Thee Stallion, let's be real. Uh, and I mean that with the utmost respect because she's a very beautiful individual and she's going to show that thing, what you're talking about. But more importantly... She talked about it. It seems to be, according to the music, she was dealing with the most post losing her mother, not having her parents anymore. Um, I guess the boyfriend or guy friend she was with was still cheating on her in the midst of her bout with mental illness. And how she still deals with it, but at the same time, she decided that, hey, listen, we about to be back outside. I ain't gonna worry about you. You know? Um, it's powerful because between that, between the court case with the whole Tory Lanez nonsense, first off, let's be, oh, I, I, Richard, would like to put myself out here and say, I had a strong belief and indication because it's been commonly known that black men don't believe black women or advocate for black women. But I have a strong belief that not only did I not care for Tory Lane's music anyway, but I knew he probably did that. I ain't gonna hold you up <laughs> because it was too much going on. No, he probably did that. And I put, I put, I'm the type of person to put nothing past nobody, right? right. And so I am very fortunate to know that, you know, he was, you know, justice was served. They did their thorough investigation. She found guilty on whatever, how many counts there were. She had to go through all that with all the doubt, with the crazy people like 50 sending them, saying she's probably lying, things of that nature. And still be an artist and still go to college, graduate from college, by the way. Shout out to Megan, the graduate, you know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's why like, I guess it'd be like the next the next album title <laughs> listen grade school uh hottie you know what you talking about <laughs> but um just to watch her come through all that still make dope hits dope music do tours perform and still have gotten a college degree just speaks the volumes and level of dedication that 
a lot of our favorite artists go through, but especially someone that's been through some things, right? So mm -hmm. that to me made me very proud for her, um, for her fans. I'm definitely a Megan Thee Stallion fan. I mean, I, she come bars, not I'm here for the bars all day. Um, so I'm just, I guess I'm just at a point of reflection in terms of one, believe black women, let's be clear. Um, everybody's going through something we don't understand. Especially the likes of someone I think has major mental health situ uh, a situation mental health wise. And that is the artist formerly known as Kanye West. Mm -hmm. That man lost a whole shoe deal because of his crazy actions and what I believe to be part of mental illness. Um, I have not lost my mother in, in this physical realm yet. Um, and I don't even want to speak that into existence. So I cannot even imagine the type of things that just goes through his head. You know what I'm saying? So you got the pressure of being a parent. You have the pressure of being this hip hop icon, this music icon, this fashion icon. And things like that with your well, parent that passes away and you still try to fight through it and not allow yourself to feel it and truly get into healing. Maybe he mm -hmm. has, I don't know, but it's not that I've ever hated Kanye West. I hate the actions against what seems to be turning his, black on, his back on Black people. Yeah. But I always say, and I'm often one of those people that I have to remind myself, this ain't the Kanye West we all grew up to know. Right. It's not. And I hope he gets the help he deserves. I still will never buy a pair of Yeezys, though. I stand by that because I can't get past the actions. I just I can't do it. Yeah. But there are people that still buy his shoes. His shoes are still sitting on shelves. And Adidas says, after this is done, no, no, no more. And so... <laughs> I get all sides of it. I really do. Um, I can only imagine what Kyrie Irving's going through right now, but that's a whole another topic for another day. But I, I, I do believe that there are even athletes that turned to sports and became the great athletes that they are because of mental health or lack or issues with establishing good mental health. They use athletics to cope. So I believe all those things can be true at the same time. You can be a person with mental illness and be a great athlete, right? And artist or employee at work. It's not just limited to celebrities here. I mean, some people go to work to get rid of the the memories of that things are going on in their lives. So it's true. But I'm going to step off my soapbox real quick. So for you, Jarrell, let's yep. turn this into a a weird positive. What's one of your favorite artists that you know went through something that put out some dope music after? After? <laughs> During? After? I don't want to say before because they only know that yet, right? Yeah, I guess that's true. Um... I mean, I, don't, I I guess I would say like I'm I'm always been like a Lupe Fiasco fan, right? So mm. when he did um, 
I know he he came out with with the Lasers album, and that was post him like losing his father, mm-hmm. and um and then just battling with like all of the expectations of his record company for him to like put out music that was not fit in the mold of the way that he wanted to make music, but he still put out a project that. For some fans, it was kind of like, okay, he compromised, but it still ended up being dope lyrically. Maybe like sonically and sound-wise, it wasn't like the Lupe that we were expecting. But the fact that Lupe still dropped was like more than enough for us to just be happy with it. Um, So like that Lasers project, I feel like that was a dope project. And he still had like moments on there where he showed like he tipped his hat to like his old self, if you will. So I would say that Lasers project from Lupe and then he came out with... um. Food and Liquor Part 2 following that. And then after that, he went into, um, ah, why is the name escaping me? It's the one with the, with the flashy artwork, but it was a dope album too. And it's still like metaphors in there that like my mind hasn't even like comprehended yet. But uh, I'm, I'm gonna see if I can find the name of it real quick. I don't know why it's, why it's leaving me. I can see the cover. Because he came out with Food and Liquor 1 first, of course. Tetsuo and You. That's the name of the album I'm thinking of. What was it? Tetsuo and You. Tetsuo and You. Mm. That's the one that had the uh it had the, the song on there. Um uh Deliver. The piece of man don't come here no more. And then he had the uh he had a couple other songs that was supposed to make the album that he released, but ended up not making the album due to whatever reason. But so yeah, I've I've always been like a, a Lupe fan. Um so I would say him. And then like besides besides Lupe, um, I would say Joey Bad. Like when Joey Bad first dropped, I was what, 20, 21 years old. It was like 2012. And I was working as an undergraduate research assistant at Wayne State and he dropped um the 1999 mixtape. And like I heard it and like the first song that I heard was um one day I'm trying to have a wife and kids, so I just can't live my life like this. And I was like, who is this? And found out he was like a 17-year-old high school junior. And he mm. had like a whole crew out of Brooklyn. And I was just like, I was a dude like 17 years old in high school. And he making music that like I'm feeling like in Detroit as a student on campus, like trying to find my way through school, like manage all these emotions and feelings and all this stuff, manage my life and stuff. So then like there was an issue where like, so one of his crew actually committed suicide. And after that, even to this day, he still makes music addressing like his friend's suicide and how he wished he was there to like stop it and and just how he should have he wished that he could have saw the signs, but even if he did see the signs, how would he even that handle it then? So he kind of like puts himself in a position like he doesn't blame himself, but at the same time he feels that it was something he could have done to prevent it like throughout some of his like songs that he's made post that incident so I would mm. say like those those two they they always um acknowledge like the issue of being like who they are and how certain points in their life change them to like who they are today um mm. but yeah those 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 are like the two that I would point out right now that are like more modern because i mean everybody could i I could go back to like the 90s and stuff (laughs) but i think people are sick of me talking about the 90s at this point they'll be all right that might be a good homework assignment for um i can tell you one off red that i thought about while you were talking well maybe even two Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. lemonade and 444 
Okay. Let's be real. 444 was the response to Lemonade. Lemonade was like, I remember verbatim <laughs> the words that sticks in my head when I think of the album Lemonade. Who the f do you think I am? Mm. You ain't messing with no average chish boy. I was like, oh, she mad. <laughs> <laughs> We've all had a moment, if you have a significant other, where you mm -hmm. saw them like, rawr. Mm -hmm. I, was, I saw Beyonce like, oh, <laughs> oh, GJ, you're going to have to do what you got to do, bro, because uh, <laughs> she very well might be done with you. Um, mm -hmm. and Then by the end of the album, she's going to talk about how they came back together. Um, 444, very similar. Um, we, talked, we talked about this all the time. Nobody wins in the family feuds. Yeah. But my stash can't fit in the Steve Harvey suit. Um, you know, he kind of gets into that. He gets into the whole bag of why he wrote 444, the song itself, and how it became the title track of the album. Um, about how the song came to him. He wrote it and got it in the studio at 444 a.m. And he let it all let it all hang out. You know what I'm saying? He used the album to talk about, you know. Basically, the basis of why this podcast is this, what it means to man up properly for the culture. And he really did that from, like, killing the ego of Jay-Z himself in the very intro track. Very first mm -hmm. words of the album, kill Jay-Z. They'll never mm -hmm. love you, never be enough. Let's just keep it real, Jay-Z. Jay-Z. I was like, oh, we just going <laughs> to kill off Jay-Z. Mm -hmm. Wow. Um, To the point where, you know, hey. Hey, hey, and then they concluded all that with the Carters. That album was <laughs> just kiss. No, you know, what's keeping it real with these people, right? Lucky I ain't kill you when them. I, 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 you know how I met her. We broke up and got back together. Get it back. I had the sweater. I had to change the weather. Got new rings, but it's whatever. Just saying. So, there are artists that definitely use their trivial moments for good. They use their mental health or mental illness to tell a story and help other people. Um, I can't stomach the thought of losing my significant other, so I can only mm -hmm. empathize and understand what that man went through when he got in that studio. How many takes mm -hmm. did it take for 444 to actually happen and be recorded? Did he cry when he did it, right? Like, <laughs> people went through some things and they wrote music after. Right. Um, so, there was that. Um, but anyway, I think we'd be rambling if we keep going. So, what I'm going to say is, you know, we talked about this before, but if you have a musical outlet, if you have an artistic outlet, sometimes that may be your outlet to get whatever's been just stuck in your existence and your being and your brain. Don't be afraid to put it on canvas, to paint it out, to write it out. Sometimes writing it out helps you get it out. Um, you got some of the best music because of it. So shout out. <laughs> you might find your musical break. 
<laughs> by talking about your breaking point. And if you do, make sure y'all get my Apple Pay, my Cash App. <laughs> my, uh, <laughs> listen, always you can make payments. You can send the PayPal. If you got that advice from me, listen, I'll take some of them proceeds. I appreciate you. Anyway, moving on. Um, but no, it's it's always a beautiful thing. And I've seen even new artists come up. Uh, and I recently found one. This is gonna be your homework too. Um, where is it? I found a new artist that's from the city of Detroit that puts on for the city. Uh, his Instagram name is the Stoop. Um, but he goes by Stoop Lee. Um, one of my favorite things that he put out was the blue tape with a blue version tape. If you are familiar with Pokemon, you remember the red version, the blue version, and the yellow mm -hmm. version. Mm -hmm. The blue version to me snaps. It is. Mwah. Your boy goes crazy. So you can get down Spotify, Apple Music, um, iCloud, et cetera, et cetera. And um, he actually did a dope song with Curtis Roach, too. Um I'm about to see if I can get this to pop up. I'll tell you the exact name of that song, what you're talking about. And uh, it's called Hoopty Doo. Literally called Hoopty Doo. Okay. So shout out to Curtis Roach, one of our favorite guests in the podcast. And shout out to Stoop Lee. Uh, this came out actually according to the notes here, September 29th of this year. So there you go. That's your homework, Jarrell. Go check out Stoopley. <laughs> and all y'all listening at home. Um, <laughs> but also, do not forget to subscribe to the podcast. Mental Matters Podcast. You'll see the dopest logo ever invented because we made it. <laughs> <laughs> you get us on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcasts regularly. Um, check out the website, mentalmatterspodcast.com. Make sure y'all getting y'all merch. It is cold outside. It is hoodie season. Crewnecks as well. So um, mm -hmm. all that information can be found in the description of this episode. Also on our websites and also on our social media sites as well. So um, it's a good time to display and show your love for the podcast by getting your merch. So, Drill, mm -hmm. you got anything before we get out of the way of these great people? Man, I would just say, as you said before, whichever way um, helps you get past, you know, that breaking point or helps you cope, whether it's writing, whether it's recording, um, whether it's designing a dope outfit, sewing, knitting, painting, doing chores, whatever it is, just tap into that this season. That's it. Listen, and don't forget, life is short. Go to therapy. If you got to buy the shoes like Jarrell, go ahead and buy the shoes like Jarrell. Don't be like me. Oh, just actually go ahead and buy the shoes. Don't be like me. Just don't don't send a thousand messages back and forth about why you like the shoe and why you want it. Just be like Jarrell. Just be like, oh boy. And for the baby, I got I got I got three pairs of shoes this quarter. That's that's it. So, wait, the quarter starts September, right? Mm hmm. So, yeah, I only got three so far. Or if we count the baby. 
I got the fives, the eights, the twelves, and then the Tyler twelves. <laughs> Are you shaking your head at me? It's the truth. I know baby girl got them fives. I know baby girl got them cherry twelves. Okay, so that's five pairs, man. <laughs> <laughs> are we talking about are we talking about for me it's three if we're talking about this quarter for me it's one okay actually I mean, no I'll take that back the current quarter that we in I am at 0. 0.0 if I got I thought you got the eights too you both got the eights this quarter starts October 1st oh okay so you just gonna move the needle like that. All right. But no, I mean technically speaking, I only put you at uh I only put you at two pairs too. Yeah. Just including you, just one pair. Okay, I got two. See? You're gonna you gonna you gonna catch up or surpass me before New Year's Day, so <laughs> for reasons I cannot tell right now, y'all. I have mm-hmm. one more pair of shoes on my radar. Mm-hmm. If they shock drop in the next couple weeks, I'll have them. Mm-hmm. And then y'all won't hear from me about shoes ever again, no time soon. What <laughs> <laughs> about the whole Rich Love's kick stage? Well, shut that thing down. <laughs> Rich, Rich Love's Elena. That's what it's going to be called. <laughs> we just don't get rid of the kick part. Uh, We'll, we'll talk about that another day. Anyway, we'll talk. All right, all right. Yeah, they don't get in trouble. What I do know is, um, it there, there, there are definitely two pairs of shoes on my to do list. One of those is definitely the what I laugh and call the Concord Reimagined Elevens. Okay. <laughs> That's all they are. I mean, y'all can argue with me and talk about DMPs, Golden Concord moments, whatever, blah blah blah, gratitudes. Them things is Concord reimagines. If y'all don't get out of here with this reimagined series and leave me alone, deal with it. At this point. <laughs> Remastered, reimagined. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but if someone loves me enough, I wear a size 10, 10 and a half. The black cement tools is going to be sitting for like forever. Mm-hmm. I'm just going Put that in the atmosphere. See if that comes back. <laughs> With that being said, we love y'all. We appreciate y'all. Um, and we all this thing. And yeah. next time y'all hear from me, I'm going to have my hair done. <laughs> Likewise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Your mental matters. Mental matters. Your mental matters. Mental matters. Your mental matters. Mental matters. Mental matters, mental matters, yo. Your mental matters ain't a simple pattern. We need to have a central chatter. Food for thought, grab a platter. My mental ain't for rental. I'm a central man, it's simple. I'm a ripple in the rip, though. I don't wanna sink my ship, so gotta know your mental. Black life is hard, I don't resent, though. Feelings really real, we should present those. Talk about it, you should know your mental matters. Your mental matters, mental matters, yeah.